0: We're good to go.
1: Okay. Now here's that intro that we were supposed to be working on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the whole Katie Couric thing. I didn't realize that was just a conversational. Oh
1: no 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 that bit. was that was just well we can start there. So hi, in order to kind of help you distinguish ourselves so that we don't have a uh, Lulu Miller and Elise Spiegel moment going yeah. on here, uh, this is, the voice that you're currently hearing is Shane.
0: And this is Jesse with the squeaky chair. Of course it doesn't do it now. You can't make it squeaky want it to. <laughs>
1: um so yeah, like Jesse said, the Katie Kirk thing. Um well let me start with I guess the the purpose of this first episode, this episode zero, the 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 Phantom Menace prequel that we're all so excited for. Um we're just gonna talk a little bit about what it is we we hope to do and accomplish with this uh, podcast here. And um I was actually trying to get Jesse to listen to I don't know if you know or not, but Katie Couric has a new podcast out now where she's uh, she's doing an interview with a bunch of people. She's done. I know I've listened to the Al Franken and the Julie Louis Dreyfus episodes, but the the first episode that she does is just kind of an awkward. This is what we intend to do episode. Oh. And uh, and would you stop messing with crap? You see, this is what I have to put up with.
0: Now I can have a place to set my tablet.
1: Yeah, and I have to hold mine. Thanks. Thanks for that. You're you know, equity is really important in a marriage, and I feel like <laughs> that's not really achieved here. Well, it is what it is. We'll probably cut most of that out. Probably. Probably. Anyway, uh, so Katie Couric, you know, fine journalist, and and um, I actually enjoy her podcast. Yeah. So and avid Katie questioner Couric, give... of what people read. Right. So uh, Miss Couric, if you're listening to this podcast, give us money. Yes,
0: and uh, can you plug us on your next show?
1: Yeah. So, Jesse, what is it that we're trying to do with this podcast?
0: Well, uh, being a gay couple and having just started the process of getting our license to foster children, we wanted to talk about what exactly goes into that and the bureaucratic nightmare that it is.
1: Right. So um, we'll be talking about that. I a little bit of disclaimer information going on here first. Um, obviously, this is a pretty sensitive topic, and we have, uh, we have to be very mindful of information that's going out that might be sensitive so there's not going to be any identifying information about the agencies that we're working with or with uh any children or the specific names of support groups that we are or are not going to correct yeah um
0: we have to respect the privacy of children should we get to the point that we have children we're working with
1: we're also going to be interviewing uh, foster and adoptive parents. Um, we'll be giving their names, but not the names of their children, not uh, no identifying information. Um, and going on with that too, the I think uh, it we're going to make pretty clear here that the. The process can be very intimidating and very overwhelming, but we don't intend mm-hmm. to use this as a a griping time. We're we're not going to get on and Yeah,
0: no ranting.
1: No ranting. No um ranting. just the facts. No ranting. No touching.
0: <laughs> no touching.
1: Um and and that's going to be for uh, any parents that come on and give their interviews to. We don't we don't want them to be uh just complaining the entire time about how terrible their children are. Not that any of the people that we're going to be talking to have terrible children. They actually are all wonderful children, and I'm qualifying things, so yes. we'll move on.
0: Um, which also brings up another a point, too. We'll be talking a little bit about non-traditional families. Um, maybe some interviews with some people who are adults and were adopted all, mm-hmm. when they were young, not recently. Because uh, that'd be weird.
1: Right. Um, <laughs> I guess it would be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um You'll also have to forgive us. Uh, I don't know if you can tell or not. This is our first podcasting experience. So um, despite the fact that I, you know, talk along with the NPR personalities in the car and and pretend that I am them as they're speaking, we we have no radio presence or... None at all. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the uh, we, we spent about two hours before recording this episode hanging up blankets and stuff around in the room, and it still sounds kind of live so we're going to be hopefully as this podcast goes along we will be uh, in- improving the audio quality by improving our environment and this is where miss couric if she wanted to uh to to thank us for plugging her show uh yeah. with a monetary contribution to this not-for-profit operation that would be fantastic
0: yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um so i guess uh our schedule um Jesse is going to be producing the show. He's going to be doing uh, most of the behind-the-scenes work, um, and I feel kind of sorry for him because he'll be doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes work and doing a lot of in-front-of-the-scenes work.
0: Um, eh, it is what it is. I mean, we've only already got four cuts to make so far, and you probably haven't heard any of them, hopefully, if I've done my job.
1: <laughs> um, uh, so, Jesse, what is what? what's our production schedule looking like at this point i mean this is again disclaimer very subject to change
0: so we're going to produce uh podcasts weekly um we hope that's a little subject to change considering we're going to have to record and then edit everything together and we don't even have a theme song yet
1: uh we uh (laughs) the title for this show was actually determined about uh let me look at the clock here four and a half minutes ago
0: yeah
1: um (laughs) there's also a a lot like i said um because of the environment that we have going on here there are going to be some editing challenges going on Mm -hmm. um we we have to work around uh we are currently in classes still to uh, get licensed so two nights of the week are just dead for us
0: Mm -hmm. uh Um, here's your first fact about the foster licensing program in north carolina those classes are two nights a week and three and a half hours
1: at least for the agency that we're going through. Yeah. Um, we also, one of our next door neighbors has uh, what oh, Eddie dog is. dog next door. Eddie Izzard would describe this dog as a small yappy type dog. Um, and uh, the, the lady likes to leave her out for hours on mm-hmm. end where she barks herself horse at our front door.
0: Of course, the people that are listening to this are probably only our family and friends who already know that. But, you know, just in extra case. Extra info for you.
1: Just in case we hit a million subscribers in the next week and a half.
0: Right? That would be, wow. That uh, would be incredible.
1: We're going viral, son. <laughs>
0: like the flu.
1: Right. So uh, a little bit about us then. Um, again, we're, we're Shane and Jesse. Uh, we got into the adoption process because uh, I don't know if you know a whole lot about biology or not, but it, it's <laughs> kind of difficult for two men to conceive a child. Um, in wedlock or out of wedlock. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So morals
0: don't really have much to do there with fertility issues. No.
1: Um, so we've been together, what, 10 years now? 10 years. 10 years. Uh, we've been married for the past three, Mm -hmm. um, which only just became legal in North Carolina. I, I want to say about a year and a half ago, but I know I'm probably wrong on that.
0: It was, I think about a year and a half ago because it was a year and a half to two years because it was about right after we got married, but also right before it was legal nationally. Right. Um... We're great at this date stuff. Oh, yeah. The, the
1: anniversaries are really great. Sometimes <clears> our anniversary is <throat> in March. Sometimes it's in June. We, yep. you, you can't tell. Sometimes we'll just go, ah, we didn't celebrate an anniversary last year. Then we go back and look through our agendas and day planners and stuff and find out we celebrated our anniversary four times. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, we we did briefly consider surrogacy. Um, mm-hmm. but Very I, briefly. But I feel like, honestly, we have um the statistic we learned was there are eleven thousand children to be estimated in foster care in north carolina and we figured honestly we didn't need to bring another soul into this world while there were there were that many children in our Mm -hmm. state alone that needed help yep um i mean
0: we have a home we have the means we can give a kid a home that needs a home so we should do that
1: right um so that's that's why we got into this. We um it we we spent a lot of time thinking about it. Um, when a we were, lot of time. When we were first dating, we uh we were talking about oh yeah, we want a family, we want a family. We got married and almost immediately resolved ourselves to adopt a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and then about a year went by when we were so resolved and so resolved, and I kept getting this like anxious feeling every time I was in a room alone with Jesse. And finally, I was just like, I'm not ready to do this. And I think Jesse
0: looked at me and... I said, oh, thank God.
1: <laughs> um, I I think uh, we decided that it, it wasn't the time. And uh, we we said we wouldn't revisit the issue for a while.
0: Yep. yep. And... It was right about the time that the roommates moved out. Uh, we had a couple people living with us. And uh, we needed from that a year on our own anyway to see what we were like as a couple. So after that year, we reconvened and decided it's done.
1: Yeah. So uh, we did our research, we, we looked around at different agencies here in the state, uh, we finally decided on one, um, and uh, what surprised me, I think, a lot about North Carolina is that it was not difficult for us to find an agency that was willing to take us, um, or was even, mm-hmm. like, they, I think all the agencies that we looked into were more than happy to accept LGBT applicants. Correct. Yeah. Um,
0: the public agencies, at least, um, there are several private agencies that wouldn't, but Right. That's different.
1: Exactly. So I definitely say that if you are LGBT and you are looking at getting into the process, it doesn't hurt to just ask around.
0: And it doesn't matter your financial status. It doesn't matter your marital, um, status. marital status or anything like that. It Whether just... you
1: own a home, you can you can rent, you can be in an mm-hmm. apartment.
0: And uh, yeah, as long as you can provide a good home for a child, then you will be allowed to provide a good home for a child, provided you go through the process.
1: Right. And I, I will add a little bit of a caveat there. It, it kind of does matter a little bit, your financial yeah. status. Um, they they do look at your finances and they make sure that you can pay your own way, that you're mm-hmm. not just, uh, you're not going into the foster care system to, to get that stipend.
0: Also, I'd like to point out, um, there's a lot of, at least in North Carolina, there seems to have been this idea that a lot of people foster children because there is a monthly stipend and then they would use it for their beer money and that's not really that's doable anymore
1: it really isn't it's going to um, take us
0: six months at least of hard work to get our license these days right
1: so, so um i part of what we're going to go through with this podcast is really to, to set people's minds at ease about mm-hmm. uh, not only for those entering the the system but really for those who are even just curious about the foster care system. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah,
0: it's hard, but so far, at least it seems worth it so
1: far. Um, (laughs) and i I, i'm I'm sure it definitely will down the road i mean i'm not saying that that when these kids come into the house they're going to be perfectly all happy smiles yay we have a house i i i'm
0: sure that's a topic for another episode actually we should make a note of that
1: that is we'll we'll out and brown that one and say but that's another show
0: yeah yeah um another thing going back really quick i do want to point out that we do we have known for a while a lot of people that are fostering or have been through this process before, and they were able to help guide us.
1: Right, um, and those are going to be a lot of the people that we're interviewing too. Yep, you guys um, will get
0: to meet them, uh, hopefully.
1: Right, so um, a quick taste of some of the interviews that we hopefully have lined up. Uh, we, have a, um, we have parents that are currently in the foster care system who are currently fostering a child. Mm-hmm. We have uh, parents who have adopted two children now. Mm -hmm. um we have an adult who was adopted um she was adopted as an infant so she'll be talking to us about what it was like to grow up adopted Mm -hmm. um and then we've got a number of non-traditional families lined up we have Mm -hmm. we have uh, children of divorced families um children or i guess um uh not children of divorced families but but adults who grew up as children of children of divorced families right um i don't
0: think we'll actually be interviewing many children no we uh, for the sake of anonymity
1: right our 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 intention is not to to do that um especially since we know that uh the the topic being what it is and putting this out there on the internet we know that they we're going to attract the attention of a lot of trolls and a lot of flamers um
0: and not our kind of flamers the bad <laughs> kind.
1: um so we you know we i think as adults we're a little bit more equipped to to handle that and to respond to it but i think that if if we were to start to see that directed at children that that might be
0: that would be awful those kids are going through enough already
1: right um so uh that's that's kind of what we're we're going for um we, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, we don't have a, a set format for the shows yet. We are still working on a little theme intro. Um, mm-hmm. you are speaking with a, uh, a, a mandolist and a cellist here, or I guess a mandolin picker and a cellist.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not sure how I feel about the term picker, but we can, we can talk. We about
1: can, it. <laughs> uh, so we're, we're, we're hoping to come up with something original, uh, to, to do there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. eventually we'd like to get like, uh, uh, incidental music to play over stuff but we'd like to keep that as as uh, original composition as possible and
0: if i could get a little elitist for a second we still have to develop our soundscape and our gravitas
1: see this is why he's the producer and i just have the lovely speaking voice
0: i get to play with all the toys he gets to make all the logistical decisions
1: you're not going to compliment me on my lovely speaking voice
0: no you have a lovely speaking voice i Mm -hmm. love your speaking voice Mm mm-hmm
1: So, uh, thanks for sitting with us today. We'll be coming at you next week with, uh, our first, like, official Honest to Goodness episode. With content. Right. If we can manage to put pen to paper. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, join us next week for... So You've Decided to Become a Foster
0: Parent. Or...
1: Here Comes the Phantom Menace. Their Two Dads is hosted by Jesse and Shane, produced by Jesse, creative direction by Shane. Special thanks this week goes out to Katie Couric, whether she knows it or not.